are sitting here in French Glen, Oregon with Shayna Hansen. She's a singer-songwriter, musician. We'll get to hear a song from her later on in the episode, um, but we're excited to sit down with you. Thanks. It's great to be here. I'm we're, excited. We're actually <laughs> sitting in her dining room, and we, like I said, we're in Oregon, but you're actually from Willard, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. So it's kind of funny because <laughs> Dallin and I used to live in Missouri for a time, and we lived like 30 miles from where you grew up, mm-hmm. um, but we did not know you until you moved here to Oregon. Yeah, it's crazy how that works. <laughs> it's kind of wild. How are you liking Oregon so far? We love it. I love it. Um, of course, you know, I miss the green in Missouri, and, and I'm not used to the sagebrush and rattlesnakes. <laughs> That's all it is. It's like sagebrush and tumbleweeds. <laughs> yeah. Some but, dust. Yeah, but I love being out here. I love the people. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, we wanted to start off the episode, we always start off with something we call rapid fire questions, just to kind of like be an icebreaker. Uh-huh. Um, so you ready? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> I think. All right. Well, this is an easy one. Now that you've lived in Oregon for a couple months, what are the three thing? What are three things on your Oregon bucket list? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> well, I saw on Instagram, there's this place close to Bend and it's like a little hiking trail with like a big, beautiful blue lake. I want yeah. to go there. I have no idea what it's Ooh, called. But blue I pool, I'm guessing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. We need to talk <laughs> yeah. about that because I want to go there. Um, I would love to go to the Oregon coast. I've never been. Nice. So of course the Oregon coast. And the third thing, I really want to find a really good Oregon mug because I collect mugs. Oh, and so very I'd love cool. to find a good Oregon mug. That's cool. <laughs> I don't know where to get a really good Oregon mug. Uh, they just like pop up <laughs> in the weirdest places. You I know, know. <laughs> I like it. So the other thing that has happened in the last year is you got married. Yes. <laughs> Your husband, Jack, he's from the Idaho, from Idaho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you guys got married in August. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. So before <laughs> your first anniversary and all those things in honor of all those things, let our listeners know what was your wedding song? Oh, did you have one? So actually I wrote <laughs> our wedding song. Um, I love that. Yeah, so I, I did. I wrote one um, actually the day before he proposed to me because we already knew we were going to get married. Oh, my and, goodness. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, and so I wrote it. It's called Eternity With You. And um, and that's the one that I created a video to and everything. And, and we oh, played that. So How sweet. <laughs> Wait, okay. So now that you say that. Did you know that he was going to propose then? Like you knew you were going to get married, but yeah, so I didn't. Um, so we had gotten a little bit of like a pickle because it was just a rough day for both of us. Oh no, is this still going to happen or whatnot? It was actually a birthday present. He proposed on his birthday. Oh, um, and, uh, anyway. And so I just felt like, you know what? I should show this to you now because we're having a hard time right now. And I know that we want to get married. And so I showed it to him just a couple days before his birthday and then, Right after that, he proposed. Who does <laughs> so. that? That's really yeah. sweet. Awesome. Well, so you guys started out in Rexford because that's where you were going to school. You were at mm-hmm. um, BYU in the Idaho campus. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to know. You guys probably went on a few dates before you got married. Yeah. You probably went to a few local restaurants. What was oh, your yeah. favorite Rexburg restaurant? 
Oh, Big Judd's. That one's What's Big so Judd's? good. So it's a, um, it is a burger and a shake place and they do huge burgers. They have one in, um, Ashton, I think too, or St. Anthony Ashton oh. in that area. So, um, they do shakes and huge burgers. They have burger challenges where like if you can eat like a two pound burger with fries and drinks in 30 minutes, you get like a t-shirt and stuff And you've like done this. You've have a t-shirt. Oh no, <laughs> I have not. I don't think even Jack could do that. <laughs> so they're pretty big, but yeah, that is, that's probably like our favorite place. So you'd order just a regular burger and fries. Well, what was yeah. your, what was your order? Was it like I'll have a pound burger or like, yeah. So they have different kinds too. Like they have the usual size burgers. Yeah. And I love avocado. And yes. so I would always get their avocado bacon burger or something like that. Okay. That speaks so. to my California okay. heart. Like yep, <laughs> avocado and everything. Good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. I think this will be my last rapid fire question and it is called piece of life advice. I'll give you like a few seconds to think about this because that might be a little bit harder. (laughs) Is there a piece of advice that you have received or something that you feel you've developed over the years that you would like to share with others? Just like a one-liner? Actually, yeah. So... I know that was really fast, but <laughs> that's great. But um, it's actually on. It's like in my bio on my social media accounts. Um, but when I was, I think I was 18 years old. Like I was um getting ready to go to college, and then I was going to go live in Brazil for a year and a half, you know. <laughs> and then uh, I had a steady boyfriend at the time, and um, I was studying vocal performance and composition in school. And my life seemed perfect at the moment, but like I felt like a big curveball was about to come in. And that's when my mom, uh, my mom told me, and I was crying because I was, you know, so stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, there's so you many had a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, what if this doesn't work out? Like, what if nothing is like what I planned it to be? What if, you know, my life completely turns around and I'm not ready for it? And my mom said this, she said, think of it as an adventure. And that has just been my motto. Think of it as an adventure with every like big decision you make, every like new thing that you're going on in life, every, you know, performance that you have, song you write, everything. Just think of it as one great adventure that you get to add, you know, to, to your life. It's so so true too. (laughs) It just puts a positive spin on it. It's like the half half empty, half full perspective. I really like that. Me too. And so I think that it would be my one piece of advice. (laughs) And it's so simple too Mm -hmm. and easy to remember. Yep. Speaking of, so you mentioned that you were going to live in Brazil for a year and a half. Yeah. You still speak a little bit of Portuguese? Uh, Sim, eu falo português. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I I trust you. (laughs) That is really cool. Would you be able to say your piece of life advice, think of it as an adventure in Portuguese. Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> I think it'd be really cool to hear. It'd be, uh, let's see. Pense disso como uma aventura. Way cool. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I'm not for sure. So the Portuguese speakers out there, if I'm wrong, please. Close yeah. enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's such a beautiful language. Uh, so. Me too. I love Brazil. So. <laughs> I love Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to sit down. I say we. Dallin is behind the camera. Our listeners can't hear him because he's behind the camera. <laughs> um, but we wanted to 
sit down with you because I came across, I was Facebook stalking you oh. and <laughs> I came across a link to an Instagram account and it was called the mending mind. Mm. And you are the heart and soul behind that. Yeah. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit more about the mending mind and kind of what inspired you to create this platform? Yeah. 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 So, um, so I do, I have an Instagram and a Facebook page entitled the mending mind. Um, and so I, graduated from BYU-Idaho with my um, bachelor's in communications and an emphasis in PR. Um, and for one of my courses, I was doing a social media content design course, mm -hmm. and we were invited to um, create our own branding and brand and everything like that. Um, and so a lot of people kind of did, um, you know, like weight loss tips for college kids or living on a budget <laughs> or like style and fashion and things like that. Um, those like are good. cars. Yeah, yeah, they're all great. <laughs> um, and something that was, but I wanted to do this, like, not just like another assignment, but I wanted to do something that was personal to me and something that I could continue later on if I wanted to, that was applicable to a lot of people. And so I created the mending mind, um, because I'm super passionate about mental health and, a ton of just my close friends and um, even family members have struggled with depression and anxiety and PTSD oh, yeah. and um, even one with bipolarism. And, and so, especially since COVID's happened, like you've just seen uh, just everything like Excel in the mental health world. Um, and so that was also a platform that I could share um, the kind of music that I like to write on there as well. Oh, and that's so perfect. that's kind of what inspired um, that. Well, you bring up mental health and that's what most of the mending mind, um, tries to address. Mm -hmm. And we are coming up, we're in the midst of mental health awareness month, mm -hmm. your episode, the one that you all are listening to <laughs> drops on the last day of mental health awareness month. Um, now mental health seems to be kind of like a buzzword, yeah. like a buzz topic for a lot of people, but for more people, I feel like it's something that they have to navigate every single day mm -hmm. for themselves yeah. and for the people around them. So I know that this is a much larger conversation than one that we can cover all in one episode, mm -hmm. but I know that it's also something that you have really close experience with. Yeah. What are some things that you have learned along this journey since you started The Mending Mind or even before it? Yeah. Uh, that you would like to share with others. Yeah. So, um, really honestly, before the pandemic started, so it hit Rexburg, Idaho in March of 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's when like the whole school shut down. And before that, I'm going to be honest, I thought mental health was kind of just like a whole mumbo jumbo kind of thing. Um, you know, cause everybody talked about it, but I just could not understand how somebody, you know, with depression could just you know, not want to get up and do anything or other yeah. and stuff. And, and that's just kind of the way that I thought before that. Um, and I feel like a lot of people still probably do think that way. Um, Absolutely. however, yeah. And so I was put in a leadership position after COVID happened in my apartment complex and, and just with the, the church that I attend, um, to watch over the 13 girls who stayed there. Mm -hmm. Um, and those 13 girls who stayed there, every single one of them had, you know, um, some, 
relation to a mental health illness or issue or other. Wow. And, which is a lot, especially with COVID just happening. And yeah. Everybody gone home and there, Rexburg was basically a ghost town. Um, but I wanted to stay because I wanted to um, be be that leader that they asked me to be. And um, But honestly, I think that I learned more than anybody else did. Um, but the reason why I grew so passionate about it and, and what I learned is um, – at this time is we actually had a girl that, that we were really close with and she, uh, ended up, you know, taking her, her own life. And it's easier to talk about it now cause it's been a couple of years, but, um, but she took her own life. She suffered from various, various different mental illnesses that she'd been diagnosed with. Um, and at that same time I was living with another girl who became like a sister to me and yeah. I saw like hand on hand how, um, she struggled with depression and PTSD and just how that affected her everyday life. And it's not something that they choose. And, and so I think that the main thing coming out of, out of that, I was so humbled, um, to just learn that this is actually something like just as you would get sick with a fever or, you know, have a headache or a stomach ache or, um, any kind of illness, this is like that too. Yeah. Um, and, but it's in your mind and that's kind of one of the reasons why I called it the mending mind because, um, I don't know, honestly, if mental health can be cured or not. Um, but I do know that there are things that can help improve it and make it better. Oh yeah. Um, and so that's kind of just as I've learned what I've wanted to share with other people and what I hope that, um, my music and just my mannerisms would do for them. That's so excellent. Well, and you know, you've been such a resource of support. And I think, like you said, we don't know if there's a cure for mental illness, but we can certainly be supportive in our words and our actions. Mm -hmm. And so just to allow people who are struggling with it, um, navigating those difficulties, let them know that we know it's real Mm -hmm. because it, it will only help. Yeah. <laughs> it, it can't hurt to yeah. allow them to feel safe and yeah. a little bit more understood. So one of your posts on the mending mind was, you know, things that I wish I'd known through tragedy, because mm-hmm. obviously you've witnessed and been close to real tragedy. Yeah. You've seen really hard things. Um, so you don't have to <laughs> verbatim tell us what the, what your post said, but mm-hmm. what are, what are three things just sitting here today? Like what are, what are a few things that you wished you'd known when you were going through that stage of your life thing? Yeah. Well, I think also just as time has gone on for me and, you know, like I grow and change and progress too. And, yeah. and so what I may have posted and what I say now is pro- it might be different. It might not. <laughs> I can't remember for sure. Um, but three things I would say about, tragedy or really anything, um, just trials in general is, um, I think the first thing is learning. Well, think of it as an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that would be, um, just that motto is, um, yeah, things are really hard, but, um, it's going to get better and this is going to help you. Um, the second thing that I would say is, that um, trial equals growth and growth equals change. Completely, yeah. Yeah, and so, and you're the one who gets to choose. Like, that's the biggest part of this. That's probably actually the third thing that I would say is that you choose, you know, like, is this going to break you or is it going to build you? Um, And I think really that your mindset has the greatest influence on who you are and who you become and 
and how you let this shape you. That's great. Thank you for that. Um, you also have some music up on, on that Instagram page. How has music impacted you or how has it helped you channel just that healing process or has it? Yeah. Um, so I think it's no secret. Music is an outlet for me. (laughs) Yeah. I Um, think it is for a lot of people. And so I, yeah. Yeah. You know, some people, some people journal, some people run. I wish I was into running, but I'm not. Um, and, and for me, it's, it's writing music and, um, and I just always found I'm like better to able communicate my feelings through music. And so the song that is up there on the mending mind right now, it's entitled this time. And that is by far the most popular song I've ever shared with anyone. I've shared it in uh, classrooms. I've shared it in religion courses. I've shared it in, in front of like in historical buildings with hundreds of people there. Wow. I shared in, in little just um, concerts and I shared in a talent show once, you know, and, and the reason why I share it with so many people is, um, because I wrote that after, you know, all these experiences were happening after, um, our dear friend completed suicide. And after, um, this one, this girl who's like a sister to me, after I saw her cut her wrist and after, you know, so many things. And I wanted people to know, like, you're not forgotten, you are wanted, you are needed, you are loved, and I'm not giving up on you this time. Um, and that was a big thing, especially with this girl who was like a, who is like a sister to me. She had so many family members who just given up on her and just cast it aside. And I didn't want to do that. I didn't ever want to do that to anyone. Um, and so that's where this song uh, came out of. It's beautiful. I listened to it. It's absolutely heart-wrenching and beautiful. And I'm trying not to cry on the episode. It's gorgeous. Um, With that, what would you tell other fellow musicians about their music and how it can impact the world? Music has so, so much power. And a lot of people don't understand that. And so what you say in your lyrics and what you're sharing and... um, it, it's reaching people who you probably thought that it would never reach. And uh, I for sure didn't think that, um, that this time would be such a big hit, you know, like, but I've seen people, not only people who struggle with <clears throat> depression, anxiety, and any type of mental health, um, I haven't just seen it touch them, but I've also seen it touch, you know, a father whose daughter is struggling with a very rare disease um, and and touch him and how he wouldn't ever give up on her, even though, you know, he'll probably never see her get married, maybe never even see her grow old, um, you know, and see how it touched him. And I never knew that it would, you know, touch this random girl in the crowd who um, who also just had a friend who just totally betrayed her and did something terrible, you know. And, and they would just message me and be, thank you so much for this because this has happened. And I need you to know that this was an answer to my prayer or my plea or whatever it might have been. Absolutely. Um, and there's thousands of artists who have the potential to do that and who probably are doing that. And most of them are unrecognized. And so I would say to that artist like don't stop sharing your music thank you so much what you're doing now is is reaching even further beyond what you all you have already accomplished um we definitely learn you know what you're going through 
is going to help someone else go through that same, those same feelings. It might not be the same situation, but the same feelings. Mm -hmm. And I think that music really connects people's emotions. And so thank you for sharing your emotions and your experiences through your music and obviously through just your voice in in talking about it and being willing to talk about it. Just thank you. (laughs) Thanks for, thanks for inviting me on here. Just to wrap up. We want to do a shout out segment. Okay. <laughs> if that's okay. Yeah. Is there anybody you want to shout out to over so, the airwaves? I think like the main person that I have to give a shout out to is probably my mom. Um, Hi, I'm, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and that, I don't know if that's a cliche thing or, or not, but my mom is seriously, um, She's been the one to encourage me. I've been writing music, you know, since I was 12. Not that it was that great back then, but, but, um, and she's always been the one just always just share your music and let people feel your love. And, um, and even when I changed my major from music to communications, you know, that she was the most distraught about it. She's like, I just don't want you to lose this. And, and so she's always been been helping me and of course my husband jack and he's just always my been my support and my best friend and jack is such a good guy can we just tell everybody that jack is such a good guy oh they exist just just know that they exist yes they They do Uh, i mean like a dallin but yeah and and my family in general i think and all my friends who supported me so so many people and of course you know god like yeah everything like i don't know i know a lot of people have different opinions about that but he's everything to me um so that's my shout out i love (laughs) it i love it Thanks again, Shana, for sitting down with us. You just heard from Shana Hansen, singer, songwriter, and musician from Willard, Missouri. Um, oh, we need a shout out St. David. Oh, yeah. I'm also from St. David, Arizona. Yeah. So <laughs> Everybody in St. David, Arizona. Arizona. I don't know if anybody remembers me. I was only like eight years old back then. But Currently, you can find her, mater- her content, her songs, and um, her messages on at the dot mending dot mind mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Thanks again, Shana. It's